All right. There we go. We got a little volume on the music. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Newbie Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm excited to have you along for this brand new project. We're in the first few episodes of this new show that is dedicated to simplifying photography and photography business for new photography business owners. Or maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're trying to figure out how to get this whole thing launched or you're in your first few years, three years or so of business, this is the show for you. And we're, we're gonna help kind of distill and simplify, cut out some of the noise and make understanding both photography, taking a good picture and running a healthy photography business a bit easier for you. And um, just to kind of start things off, we're doing a series called I Wish I Knew. And this series is dedicated to having photographers, established photographers who have some experience in business come on the show and share a principle or an idea that they wish they understood when they first started their photography business. And on that note, I wanna introduce today's guest, Tracy Jones is here with me. Tracy, can you hear me okay? Are we good to go? Hello, yes, I can hear you Perfect, perfect. Tracy is here with me and uh, we're gonna actually talk about the significance of self-worth. And this is a principle and idea, Tracy, that you said that you wish you'd understood more about when you started your business. We're gonna get to that in just a second. But just briefly, if you don't mind, introduce yourself and your photography business for our listeners. Okay. Hi, I'm Tracy Jones. Um, My business is Tracy Jones Photography. Um, I am a lifestyle children and family photographer and also fine art photographer. And, and I, as you were talking, Tracy, I had your, your uh, website address up here on the screen. I'll pull that back up. For anybody who's not live streaming with us, you can see this Life with Tracy, or excuse me, that you are live streaming with us. You can see life, <laughs> lifewithtracy.com there on the video. And uh, I'll go ahead and mention the, and by the way, for those of you listening to audio, it's just like it sounds, lifewithtracy.com uh, with an, a Y at the end, not an I. And then yeah. Tracy Jones photo on Instagram. And of course, we'll link to this in the show notes at uh, newbiepodcast.com as well. But Tracy, I'm going to pull up your your website here, and it actually there's this theme. We were actually talking about it before we got started. This theme of blue and white that is just absolutely beautiful, and I've got this up here again. Lifewithtracy.com for anybody who's listening or viewing. Um, just this. I, what is it about the theme? Because I really, really love it. It's stunning. <laughs> blue is just a peaceful color, and I love the inner peace. And um, there's some significance with one of my best friends that had passed away with the water and it kind of ended up getting intertwined into my artwork and I just want to create a space of peacefulness and I've, yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, it's, it's gorgeous. And, um, for yeah. those of you that didn't get to see that, make sure you go visit Tracy's site again, lifewithtracy.com. I, this is a podcast, Tracy, we talked about this before we got started that is meant to be short form 15, 20 minutes in length. Yeah. And, um, and already I'm like, there's so many things, like there are things that I want to talk about that would probably <laughs> easily fill an hour or two. Uh, and so I'll, I'll try not to go all the way there, but at the very least okay. you're juggling both this kind of artwork, uh, it looks like stills scenic work as well yeah. as lifestyle photography. How did you decide to go about juggling both those things simultaneously? Um, so family and children have always been, well, working with kids has always been a passion of mine. Um, really loved that. And that's kind of when I first started my business back in 2007, I did a little bit of everything to kind of narrow out my specialty and figure out what I was um, good at and what I enjoyed and what I thought I could do continuously. And so in that, it kind of evolved um, to just self-expression over the years and just um, creating work that I loved. And it was um, experiential things that happened. My best friend wanted new art for her home. I was like, don't go buy something. I can create you something. And so 
this piece actually, oh, I can't, <laughs> point is, was one of my first big fine art pieces and it's now in a hotel in Las Vegas. And so it's a lot of things have just been like me in my life that's kind of just evolved over time. And you're just kind of letting it all come out in your artwork and your business, yes. which is pretty cool. I have to yeah. say it's not every, in fact, most photographers that can juggle both those genres because they're so distinctly different in the approach yes. and, and all that's and well tied to them ultimately. Again, I'm very curious and we don't have time to get into it all right now, but I appreciate you at least introducing your business and your brand to us. I, I already alluded to it briefly, but what is the one big idea or concept that you wish you knew when you first started your photography business? Yes. So while I'm, I will say I'm thankful for where I'm at in my journey and um, how, where I've come so far. But if I were to tell my 15 you know, years ago self um, something, it would be um, to learn your self-worth and your value of who you are as a person. And I think that speaks so much into your art. Um, what we do is personal. Um, we're creators. We're um, providing a service as well for other people. And I feel like when you have that foundation of knowing who you are and what you have to offer can just take you so much further. And mm. um, so that's self-worth, I think, I feel like is a big, a big thing for me. <laughs> well, so I want to understand this just a little bit. Again, it's a loaded topic. I know we're just going to yeah. scratch the surface today, but where, I guess, how did the struggle manifest itself in your business before, before you reached a, a sort of turning point where you realized the significance of it and you began to make change in the way that you were running your business? how is it manifesting itself negatively, maybe the lack of understanding the significance of self-worth? So um, con constant, there's lots of things. Um, comparison, um, knowing which direction to, to go, um, knowing what to charge for a session, feeling confident in that. Um, I didn't grow up, and I, I love my family so much, but no one in my family is an artist or sure. understands art. So having my core circle not really understand what I'm doing mm. didn't really like have that. Oh, here you go. And so when I would say, Oh, I'm going to charge this or like, what? And I'm like, well, well, look at what it costs me to, to do this. <laughs> it's not a cheap field and yeah. you know, all those things. So I constantly, and that was personally, but also business wise, I doubted myself and I didn't have that. Like, no, this is what I'm going to charge because this is what I'm worth. And this is what, I believe my art is and what I want to offer my clients. And so it was a long journey of, um, I, I would honestly say in the last like year and a half is when I really have started to just really? kind of own, own that. Yeah. Okay. Honestly. What do you, what, I guess what created that turning point for you? Was there an experience that you had the book that you read? What, what happened that began that shift? Yeah. So I actually started counseling, um, and slash life coach and, just working through um, my own struggles of what, where I wanted to be. I never felt like I was enough in my, my business. Like I, um, and my type A personality and like perfectionism doesn't help with that, but I've learned in those. And so embracing that, like, yes, I have those tendencies, but giving yourself grace in those areas. And so um, working through um, that the last year has been super, super awesome. <laughs> I don't know uh, if that answered the question or not. <laughs> no, it, it absolutely does. Again, lots okay. of follow-up questions that we could that we could ask there, but for now we'll leave them alone. I would love for you to share a few ways that you have kind of practically applied this concept in your business, because I know uh, this is certainly a theme. And I, I do another podcast called the Book of uh, the Boca Podcast, yes. another photography podcast, and that that tendency that we have as photographers to compare ourselves 
has come up on that show a good bit as well. It's already come up actually in this new, new podcast and new series. And so it's a very common theme. And I know something that photographers can, and just really human beings in general in 2022, it's easy to get in that headspace where we're comparing ourselves and then looking down on ourselves ultimately. What yes. are a few ways that you've practically, I guess, made change in your business and begin to implement the significance of self-worth in your business? Yeah, so I have three three topics, um, but I will say there's a little tidbit. Um, I had written this one thing during my counseling session was create, don't consume. And mm. it was so good because yes, endless resources available these days via Instagram, Pinterest. I mean, obviously just Googling stuff, but those being the two main two for me. Um, it's, I always like am researching and getting inspiration, but enough is enough. Like just go out and shoot sometimes or just go out and write or whatever, paint, do whatever you're doing because when you start creating, you start developing um, and finding yourself and figuring things out. So um, anyways, so I, one of my- Actually, you, okay. you say anyways, but like we could literally stop the show right there <laughs> and you would have shared an absolute <laughs> nugget of information, really, truly. I, that, that when you said yeah. that, and I, I'm taking notes here as you're talking, but create, don't consume. And then what I was beginning to write underneath that is proactive versus reactive. It's it's so interesting, and I mean I'm projecting here a bit too. But my personal experience is that, and you know we're lucky enough in 2022, first world culture to to spend time thinking about ourselves incessantly and our businesses, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's easy to get stuck in our head, and that is a very reactive mode to be in. You're 100 percent right that just getting out and doing consistently, even if it's small steps each day. Mm -hmm if we do that consistently, that is much more proactive in nature. We can certainly learn from that experience. And I think at minimum, it should be like a 25, excuse me, 75, 25 ratio, which is proactive versus reactive creation yeah. versus consuming. I think right. that's a, just a beautiful, beautiful reminder. But anyway, please continue. I know we only have a few minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, so my first thing I kind of already mentioned was like, I got a life coach. And so, um, having somebody like talk through my business ideas with me that, was only there to advocate for me, but wasn't specifically in my field, was super great to, we would have, um, we would just envision, like one day I have a dream of having my work in my own gallery or just having an opening. And so envisioning that and making that a reality and seeing that just helped boost my morale and excitement even more, you know, to, okay, like, yes, we can get so bombarded in the everyday business stuff that it's like, oh, I'm never gonna get to that. But when you stop and actually envision it and talk through it with somebody, it becomes real. And it's like, okay, this dream, it can be a reality one day. It doesn't have to live as a dream. Um, and is that just about having somebody kind of confirm those ideas with you or to think through the ideas with you? What is the value in having that person? I mean, aside from the, the obvious potential value in, and having somebody with a different perspective, giving their perspective, what, what did you find was the biggest value in that life coach? Um, really just giving direction and allow me to, to just to, oops, sorry, hit the mic. Um, just to talk. Um, and just to get out the ideas and not feel like I'm just in my headspace all the time. Um, cause I feel like we can really do some damage when we just stay it's up here. So easy. <laughs> so true. Absolutely. So when I got it out, it makes it a little more real. And then it's like, okay. And when you kind of feed off somebody and get that, that pushback or, or the you know, whatever, not pushback. That's, I don't know. When you just get to somebody that's listening, um, it's helpful. It really is. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and do you do you think the value in a life coach versus just having a good friend to sit opposite of and have conversations like that is, is the value in the life coach the I guess the further experience or the training that they have where they can lend additional perspective to the conversation? 
I think so because um, she's offered so many books uh, of resources for me to read to specifically gauge in my field. Um, and not necessarily photography, but for the business side, like rest. I worked so much that I was exhausting myself and I wasn't doing anything well. So she um, encouraged me to read this book, Rest, um, Show Your Work, and the whole three series of like Show Your Work. Um, I forget the artist uh, or the author, Austin Cleon, I believe it is. Um, and then Profit First. There's been just, mm. she's provided so many great resources for me. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, those are all over the place books already that I mentioned. So. I don't know I what, one of my best friends or friend would even know any of those things. So. Sure, sure, sure. No, yeah. that's great to have those resources. And thanks for, for sharing those resources as well. Okay, so I'm, I'm taking notes again. Number one, get a life coach or an advocate, somebody kind of sit in your corner yes. and help guide you. That's that first step. What's the second step? Yeah. So for me, it was growing in my faith too. Um, having, being, having, knowing where I stood and what I believed in and just like my personal journey of self-doubt and just... Um, kind of questioning a lot of things about where my personal journey was has helped me tremendously of just kind of relaxing and resting and like knowing that uh, for me personally, I'm a child of God and that I don't have to like compare, you know, to the other things of the world and stuff like that. So um, this is an interesting one because of course we're going to have a variety of listeners with a variety of belief systems and an interesting thing. And I I actually come from a religious background. I grew up as a missionary's kid and I lived in Japan. So that's my background and I'm not part of that world anymore, but I understand the perspective. Um, what I've also learned since, in fact, I've got on, let's see my, the left hand inside of my wrist here. I'm trying to turn it in for those of you that are watching the video, you can see it. Oh, sure enough. Yeah. So this is the Japanese word kakushin, which is belief. And, you know, I I heard that word all the time in the religious world, but I realized the significance of it, generally speaking, because what's interesting is literally our, all of our lives are driven by a belief or series of beliefs at the end of the day. And, and I mean, you know, for example, I'm, I'm speaking into this mic because I believe that it is going to translate to the audio associated with this podcast. Fortunately, that belief is accurate. It's, it's working right now. I'm seeing the levels, right? But it's funny even something as simple as that is driven by a belief or a series of beliefs. I'm, I'm, I set my phone down on the standing desk that I'm in front of right now because I believe it's going to hold it up. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, that belief holds true. And right. so on and so forth. Literally everything that we do through the day is driven by a belief, a belief or set of beliefs. So mm-hmm. it's interesting when we're talking about this from a religious perspective or a non-religious perspective, it is super clear to, to or it's, excuse me, it's super important to be clear about the belief system that is driving what we're doing on a day-to-day basis. Because if we're not clear about that, it's easy to fumble about and to grasp and to flail and to do this thing and to do that thing. And that yeah. lack of clarity will eat us up as individuals yeah. and as business owners both. Yeah. And part of mine was like, I mean, I grew up in the faith as well, but then it was like when my, I mentioned before my, and I'm sure this is way too much information, I don't know, but when he passed away, it caused so much questions and I was angry mm. and it caught, I questioned a lot. But in that journey of questioning what I believed and why I believed, actually, it was a, probably about a four-year journey of, of doubting. Um, yeah. And it, I honestly landed in a pursuit of just rest and peace of like knowing what I did and knowing that I'm on this journey, whether it's religious or um, in the educational world of the arts, we're always going to be learning something. And so just to be open about learning and growing because that's, it'll just make us better people. I feel like in the end, so. 100%. Yeah. That open-mindedness yeah. is so important. And by the way, I mean, as much as this podcast is, is dedicated and geared toward new photographers, new photographers listening in, as you get three years, five years, 10 years into your career and beyond, 
it is so important to keep an open mind and and look for opportunities to grow and to learn and to change Always. on an ongoing basis because when you get stagnant you you die off and i've and i've seen yeah. that and and i've I've, exp- I've been guilty of that too in some ways oh yeah and so i'm, I'm one of my values is literally the word growth because i i want to make sure that i don't become stagnant as a human being or a business owner i think it's super important we've got just a few minutes left okay. um, and i know you've got one more big idea to share we started with the importance of getting a life coach an advocate in your corner number two get clear about your belief system and then number three what is that so this would be community um and I, know, I see it as totally different than a life coach. So um, surrounding yourself with people that will, um, will encourage you, whether um, they understand your art or not. Like I said, my family didn't. Um, having other people, whether they believe in or whether they um, sorry, are photographers sure. or painters or ceramicists, you know, talk to other people, whether they're writers, like go out there, like go to an art gallery and just talk with creatives and connect, make connections with people just in your own community. I had such a small mindset about like, oh, I need to go to New York to be able to be something or to make something of myself. Sure. And I did. I moved to New York City oh, by wow. myself and did that. But, you know, you're a, a small fish in a big pond, you know, and not to say that you can't do that and make something. But uh, when I moved back to my hometown, it was like, just saturate yourself. And there's so much available right here in your own backyard. Um, connect with the people that are around you and grow and um, see what you'll be surprised to find actually. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. And I mean, this, first of all, a great reminder that you point out, which is that we don't, it doesn't just have to be photographers, other photographers or other yeah. artists. There are so many people we can learn from. The important thing is connecting. We're as human beings, we ultimately thrive in the context of community. I know that looks different for different people, but at the end of the day, we need other humans. It's really important yeah. to our lives. Yes. Um, and, and the other thing that I'll, and I'll, I'll just end with this comment here is, is okay. the importance of making the effort to actually get out and connect. And I've seen this happen in our local photography community here in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, which is that people are, especially in the last two, three years, maybe a little bit more, obviously COVID played a role in that, but even prior to COVID, people were apprehensive about getting out. Um, you know, I, I got to drive 15, 20 minutes across town. Like that was a, that was a problem. Yeah. Like this is like, there is so much benefit on the other side of a quick drive during which, by the way, you can listen to a podcast, an audio book, you know, whatever, like you can enjoy the right. ride too. But then what you get from that connection, particularly in person is so, so valuable on so many different levels, emotionally, psychologically, and certainly yeah. for the sake of our business. And so yeah. I'm glad that you bring this up. It's such an important reminder. This has been, this has been great. I really, and I know that yeah. we could easily spend like two hours having a conversation, but Tracy, I really appreciate you making this happen for us. Remind our listeners one more time where they can find you both online and on social media as well. Okay. Lifewithtracy.com and Tracy Jones photo on Instagram. Perfect. And I pop Thank those up on screen there for everyone who's watching. For those of you listening in, Again, lifewithtracy.com, just like it sounds. And then Tracy Jones photo on Instagram. We'll link to those in the show notes at newbiepodcast.com. Thanks again, Tracy. This has been really fun. All right. Thanks.